we good to go? We're hot. I don't know about that. All right, welcome to 91 welcome. Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode of, as always, your headlines, we go back to our uh, game show tidbits, the Is It a Car Company? Uh, I obviously have E36 updates. Um, as always. Some stupid old man it's never updates. ending. Yes, <laughs> never, never ending. Um, if you had a car that you'd want to EV, which one would it be and why? Yep. And then we go back to questions from the listeners. We got a couple questions in that I thought we'd review. But first, let's kick it off with some headlines. Uh, Michigan has been uh, announced as having the safest drivers in America. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you got potholes like every. (laughs) 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 That's true. That is true. Everyone's driving too slow to be dangerous. Yeah. So I question this. Mm -hmm. Not because I felt like Detroit was. You know, I I wanted to know what the data, the the, the source behind the data. Right. So they pulled data from insurance quotes. Mm -hmm. Um. And just uh, and driving records. Right. Actually. And so I guess I would want to know also is that like per capita the rate. You know what I mean? Because a Chicago would have a higher per cap. You know, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So you want to look at it as a percentage per capita. Because there obviously would be a higher instance just because of the population. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that actually wasn't stated as far as what I'd seen. Yeah. Because it was an article about it. Yeah. But yeah, so Metro or Detroit, the city itself also had the safest drivers as far as large cities is concerned. My issue with that is that the population of Detroit probably went down to like less than 400,000 like five to 10 years ago from, you know, to it was the third largest city in the country after right. L.A. and New York. Right. And then after then Detroit, then Chicago, and it tanked well below that to I don't know its state now, but it's it's had flight since the riots back in the 60s. But nonetheless, yeah. um, that was where that's the one I had a little bit of an issue with. The safest drivers in the city, the city of Detroit, because, again, like per capita, I want to look at that information. But nonetheless, um, yeah, Michigan has the safest drivers. The sole reason for them having the safest drivers is the fact that you moved to California. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That is a good one because I was one point away from losing my license. Yeah, so they probably didn't take that record into account. They're like, yeah, oh, no, he's been gone for too long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Next headline. John. Next headline. So, um, we we've known of kind of fashion designer and car collabs. Have you heard of of this mm-hmm. happen as kind of promotional? Yeah, thing? I'm rolling my eyes. So there's a, a New York designer Kith. Yes. K-I-T-H, who's mm-hmm. doing a collaboration with uh, BMW M mm. um, mm-hmm. for promotion on the G82 M4, right? The new the new M3 and M4 yes. cars, right? Yes. Obviously, they want to hit the younger crowd because we all hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, but what, what sparked me as interesting about this is that the owner, Ronnie Feig is his name, right? He had an E30 M3. Okay. So, as part of the deal... BMW M took his E30 M3 and restored it completely. Oh, that's what use, that was. Yeah, using okay. all all factory parts. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, man, dude, what a deal. Like, I wish <laughs> that's any car, you yes. know, that you could give them to do that to. Right. 
Right. Um, and so they did a a uh, M3 M4 kind of combo past present. Okay. With, with it, okay. E30 okay. M3 and a uh, G82 M4, mm. and they painted them the same colors, kind of. And I think red. you might have seen the video. I, yeah. s- I didn't see the video. I just saw the postings. I didn't uh, know okay. who the guy was. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a guy sitting on the hood of an E30. Actually, like, one of my old fraternity brothers actually put me on this. I was like, really? Like, wh- what? What is this? Because uh-huh. he's like, oh, streetwear is invading your brand. And I was streetwear, and I actually didn't know about Ooh. these collabs. Okay, like that that this that this is something that happens in the car industry, and it's actually happened relatively recently. It's because Travis Scott like blew up McDonald's. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> you Travis know about Scott that, right? Jay Balvin. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I don't know what the meal is. Do you know what the actual meal is? It's a double cheeseburger with bacon in it. That's it. That's it. That's what that's what makes it a Travis Scott thing. Yes. Interesting. And Sprite and fries. Yes. Okay, yes. that's so weird. But it was it blew hype up. as fuck. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, blew up. Yeah, yeah. They even got one of the reggaeton guys on it, Jay Yeah, that's, that's the next one. Yeah, that's it's, a, next. it's a Big Mac with bacon, I think. Oh, geez. fries and a Oreo McFlurry. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, okay. ah, gee, well, I, I can't believe that works. In my head, it seems like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess these collabs cause a lot of crossover. Um, um, well, I mean, I mean, hey, it's mar- it's all marketing. Yeah, it is. All it social is. media. I mean, it's not like anyways, they're going right? to sell any of these cars or anything. I mean, yeah. I think the the people, the Ronnie, the owner of Kith, is the w- real winner in this. Yes, I think, absolutely. To have an E30 M3 restored absolutely. completely by BMW M. Did he do anything with M4? The G82. He yeah they uh they did their own like emblems and like seat cloths like okay. very simple things. Okay. Yeah, I mean they okay. they painted uh, both of them. Uh, was it Cinnabar red, which is the old E30 M3 red that's now discontinued? Oh, All right. So okay. both of the colors are painted the it's same. It's that both deeper, of the co- deeper red. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Both of them are painted the same. Uh, it's not, you know, it's it's little things. Yeah. But because I didn't know about this, I also kind of started looking into. All right, what else has there been? Right. Apparently, Gucci made a Fiat. Did you know about this? A Fiat 500C. No, so, I did not. Yeah, that was a co- collaboration with Gucci. Mercedes-Benz uh, did a collaboration with Bape to do a 300 SL. This was in 1996. In 2010... Uh, I know about I, J-Lo. Do you know about that one? I didn't one? know about that one. J-Lo did one with Aston Martin where they where the... They made the rear end really huge? The... F- the, the t- <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought that shit. <laughs> but uh, no, or... I, yeah, there's a Toyota, I think before, the Yaris maybe? Um, they had a Aston Martin version of it, and I think J-Lo had a stamp on it of her own style as well. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. That yeah. was in on my list. Okay, but a, what, a, what else did you find? Adidas and uh, Volkswagen did a GTI. Okay. Which is interesting. That is an odd one. Uh, Versace and Lamborghini did an LP640, Murcielago. That's interesting. And Armani and Mercedes did a CLK 500. Okay. The the Adidas um, V-Dub one, that makes sense. They're both German. Yeah. The one you said after that, both Italian. Yes. But then the third one. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one is Italian. Gucci's also Italian, right? right? Mercedes-Benz and Bape. Bape is Japanese, isn't it? Yes. Um, That's an interesting one. But Yeah. And then the last one, which is Mercedes-Benz and Armani. Which is German and, and Italian. Italian, yeah. Which I I find them all odd, to be honest. R- but those are car brands with clothing brands, right? Those yeah, were yeah. Never, 
influencers or you individual people so to speak you're no. just saying the streetwear or the uh, fashion and yeah it's car a, yeah merging. basically a fashion designer and and a car right, and them right, collaborating right, right, right. I, I actually didn't know that this was a thing I'm, i thought it was a one-off when i originally saw this uh e30 m3 thing yeah well the bape one is close to what we are saying about kith right right, really, right? oh for so, sure yeah they're the closest ones too yeah that. because that's the streetwear brand yeah and i didn't know they were around in 96 but yeah. yeah yeah i guess i guess i mean who who like the neptunes popularized bape right yes yeah absolutely and, and the neptunes are they're about early 90s yeah wh- actually i think pharrell's been alive like forever well <laughs> He did that um, rump shaker. Mm-hmm. He did that. I could not believe that when I found out. Yeah, he was like 12 years old or something. Yeah, it had to be, man. Had to be. Yeah, or maybe 16. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, it, it's weird cause, uh, because the, the Chad Hugo is Filipino. Yeah. I'm like four degrees separated from Chad Hugo. Oh, really? Oh, no, three? <laughs> Maybe three. Yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like all Filipinos are at. Like, yeah, it's odd. You guys all know each other. It's weird because of Virginia Beach. It, it, what, and what? being Filipino. What do you mean Virginia we had a, Beach? We had a family friend that grew up uh, w- with us in Detroit, and they moved to Virginia Beach and went to high school with Pharrell and Chad. Oh. So is that what? Two degrees of separation? Or uh, three? I Whatever. Don't, I don't yeah. know my degrees. Yes, yes, yes. Anyways, uh, next headline? Next headline. So Takata is back in the news. Really? It's probably getting overshadowed by politics these days. Okay. But nonetheless, um, the company that bought out ta- uh, Takata and is trying to like pick up the pieces has been looking at the historical data and has found that they've been cheating on some of their seatbelt data as well. What? Yes. Dude, that is sketch, man. So Takata ships uh, 9 million substandard seatbelts, but this gets even crazier. Even belts for child car seats. Whoa. Yeah. So those car seats are probably out of commission by now because they, for those of you that don't know, child seats technically have a five-year lifespan. Okay, you're so they're like racing seats. Yeah, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. because the plastic deteriorates or whatever right, from the right. heat cycles. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, um, if kids have died due to a failure of these uh, seat belts, yeah, or people even just adults and children, here's another one for them to have to like you know deal with. I don't know if the the company that bought them has protected themselves from this. Bo- you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, like I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Like, okay, did they lie? Like they were like, oh, we could probably get away with taking off a little more. Yeah, they fudge and your it, data, and it's still safe. Sounds like a weed dealer who would pinch out a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a you pinch know out a bit point out one <laughs> out of a gram. Yeah, I yes. mean that's that's. But I don't think like honestly, if your numbers are passing, right? If your numbers are satisfactory, mm-hmm. you wouldn't fudge them, right? So it seems to me that the numbers just weren't cutting it, so they right. faked it. Yeah, that's fucked. Like yeah. it's one on the diesel side, yeah, it is messed up, but at least they're, they're not killing people. They're with not that. killing people right away. They're right? killing it's, the it's environment. A, it's a slow death. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Whereas yeah. this is just it's it's the it's the integral safety feature. Yes. in each car. Exactly. Wow, exactly. man, that's me- fuck Takata, man. What can you, I mean? You know, hopefully it pans out and nothing gets discovered as far as deaths or whatever tied yeah, to these yeah. failed seatbelts, but. It'll be hard to figure out. I mean, shit, my car could be, but the prelude could be affected by this. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Over a 20-year period, the Japanese factory in Japan 
um, had uh, issues. So yeah, what's the source for this? Uh, this was on Auto News uh. or Auto Blog, which is um, it, the company itself that bought it out was the one that reported it. Yeah, damn. Yes. So they're still investigating it, and they reported it to the transport ministry in Japan, which will then disseminate to like the DOT in the right, US and the yeah, US. Right. Yeah. Of yeah. So scary stuff, man. We'll yeah, see. Man. I mean, like I said, it could be my seatbelts, but they are frayed. Mine are. Yeah. So if I get new seatbelts out of it, so that might be a good thing. They're already ready to go. Actually, to that point, I shouldn't drive that damn thing. <laughs> yeah, you Anyways, don't. Yes. you don't drive it. Ah, that's true. <laughs> I did wash it today after two months, but yeah. yes, yes. So you got to drive it now that you washed it. Ex- that's why I did it. But next headline, as we have covered previously, the GT350 is gone. Yes. But Ford decided it was going to fill that gap right away and oh. bringing back the Mach 1. Oh. Yeah. So the Mach, so they they needed to fill the gap between the Bullet and the GT500, which was the GT350, and they killed the GT350 and then just recently announced that the Mach 1 is now uh going to be part of their lineup and it's going to have a 6-speed standard 6-speed oh. So the, it has an optional uh, automatic. It's uh, about ten grand cheaper than the GT350 was. Really? Yeah. So and the power figures are are comparable to what the GT350 was. It's not the flat plane crank, right? Which was the appeal of the 350. Oh, okay. Um, it's now back to the the normal uh, engine setups that they have. I think it's the Coyote. Um, but uh, they they're they keep. I guess they're ready to keep this going so it's a tier up from the gt is what you're saying mustang GT. it's actually no it's gt and then it goes bullet and then it goes mach 1 and then gt th- gt 500 okay yeah interesting yeah that's where that's where the hierarchy sits but the baseline of the engine is the gt whereas the gt 500 is a different tier because of that flat plane crank is that what you're saying well the gt 350 was a flat plane crank GT, oh, okay the gt 500 is just i think it's a supercharged um, flat plane crank. No, nah, no, it's not flat oh, plane crank. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. Only the GT350 was. Oh, yeah. I it's wonder. the yeah, because it, it's a high. The GT350 was a high revving track car. Oh, okay. right. That's it's similar to the a la German engineering of cars. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and so that they, they did away with that, and now uh, they're bringing back the Mach One, which to me is kind of nice because I I think. I'm hoping that's going to bring the prices down. Oh, of the yeah. 350, right? Yeah. Now that it's yeah, yeah. filling that gap. Mm, yeah. Cuz it, it essentially is that car. Right, because there's a replacement now, not yeah, just exactly. like Yeah, exactly. It's just gone. Yeah, so yeah. therefore it's the last one. Yeah, so yeah. But that's I thought that was pretty good news. So speaking of last ones, yeah. The Civic Type R is probably in its final stages of, you know, uh selling for right. brand new. So as we know, there's a Phoenix Yellow Type R. That's mm-hmm. coming out. Right. So previously we had guessed on the pricing. Uh-huh. So I was on Facebook perusing the uh, used cars just because that's what car guys do. Yeah, yeah. And there was a Phoenix Yellow one that was up. Oh, really? Uh, so there's a dealership in the IE. Yeah. That's asking or actually fixed price uh, amount of $85,000. Wow! <laughs> yeah. No. So an MSRP is at forty, which is what we talked about, right? More than double or forty-five, whatever. So now they're saying pretty much double, and they're wow. saying um, 
We don't negotiate on this vehicle, so don't, please don't ask for a discount. Wow. Yeah, how audacious, right? Wow, man. Yeah. You think Fuck. somebody's going to pay that shit? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Some idiot with a ton of money mm. is going to go pay for that. Hmm. There is, I mean, it's America, man. Like, there's plenty of people with a lot. Of, we have the most millionaires in the world. So, you know, somebody is going to, is going to, They'd be willing to pay that just for what fifty pounds lighter and lighter wheel BBS wheels. I mean, you're you're yellow. you're essentially just paying for a rare type bar. Like none of those things even matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they might. I'm, you know what's the most frustrating is that the person that will buy it is probably buying it for the price and not for what the car is. Oh, because they know it's a collector yeah, item in the yeah, future. Yeah. Or no. Or they maybe they just I don't know. They just see it. Oh, eighty five thousand dollar car. Right. That's intriguing. Uh, you know, that's a big thing that affects a lot of people. Like if it's low price, they think it's cheap. Mm, if it's high price, it's like, oh, right. it's this. There's something special about this. So this I mean, this is kind of leading into a different area. But does this mean to you that dealers we shouldn't have a dealership structure with buying cars and we should go with a Tesla structure? Of, oh, hell yeah, dude. Fuck dealers. This is bullshit. Man. It's complete bullshit. Oh, hell yeah. I hate it's a scheme, man. Like, yeah. I, I hate it. just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I uh, they're there's they're essentially doing with cars kind of what the used market does right yes. where it's you know it's based on the demand absolutely right? kind of like the shoe game yeah, right like exactly. sneakerheads yeah exactly but they're the actual sneakerheads flipping at, so it's as yeah. if it's as if adidas yes right or yeah. nike yeah instead of letting you know StockX do its thing right or they actually start posting their own you know uh cars here right. and there right uh to uh or shoes mm-hmm, here and mm-hmm. there and overpricing them and making more money. Um, I know dealers are essentially private businesses. Yeah. And I'd be okay with it if we were allowed to also buy directly from the, from the right. Exactly. Then that's like okay. Nike. Nike, yeah, exactly. you could buy from them or you could buy at Foot Locker. Exactly. Or you can go to Chic. Right. Or whatever right, and get right, like right. overpriced Nikes. You know yes. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'll uh you know, there's people that are willing to go to a dealership, they want the dealership experience. Mm. Fine. They can pay eighty five thousand. Right. But I think it's I, I think that's ridiculous that that, that that is an allowable practice right. for a dealership to put forty grand 40 on a car. Grand. In some cases required mm. in certain states. Yeah, Again, Michigan yeah. and I think Texas is really like that. Yeah. yeah, see that's 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 insane. Mm-hmm. That's that's insane. I mean it's we should own dealerships. We should. And yeah. they because they're only in business still because they have lobbying power. Oh, for sure. The government. Yeah. I mean there's been legislation attempted to pass against dealerships, but oh, they really? they will cut that down. I mean, they fought Tesla. Yeah, they did, right? and they they've fought. won in some states, like I said. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, it, it's it's a pain. Yes, that's stupid. Like, it is stupid. Eighty-five you know, if grand. You, if you need like legislation to run your business, I'm sorry, dude. You're not. You're not free. You're not a free market capitalist. Right. You're not. You're the. You're you're using the government, which is essentially is socialism. Right. The government to aid your business. Right. Fuck right, you. Right, right, right. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Next. Anyway. Next. E36 updates. Um, so I don't have a lot to show, but I, I, it was an eventful week for me. So That's good. I did. I, I, I completed my front wheel bearing swap, 
So uh, I ended up getting some special tools because I just didn't want to deal with a shop banging and a shop oh, okay. doing it and all that, right? And just getting creative. You got that uh, big C-clamp thing? Uh, no, it's actually a BMW tool. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that to press in bearings. <laughs> and it was uh, I just had to use a three-jaw puller to get the old one off. Okay. And okay. I had to get another smaller puller to get the, the race. inner race. Yeah, you mentioned uh, yeah, that. Yeah, the yes. inner race that, to get that off. But I was able to get that off. It's pretty easy pretty easily uh it'll be on an instagram um so then i was like oh I, I, after i got done with the fronts i was like oh this is so easy that i might as well just i'll, I'll do the rears okay um so the rears in order to do them i had to take the axles out okay and so i uh i undid the nuts i did it undid everything and they're supposed to just pull out in almost all the youtube videos from the diff from no from the diff it's there's uh, there are bolts and i just took those out it's okay easy. yeah but from the actual hub oh uh, the uh -huh. splines are lined up yes, with the hub yes, right so right, it's supposed right, right. to just slide out uh-huh um i'm yanking on it and yanking on it and i'm like man i'm gonna mess up these joints like yikes i should probably not yank on it too hard. And it's, too. yeah it's not coming out so i'm uh -huh. like all right you know I'll, I'll take a rubber mallet and something and, and hit it it's not coming out i'm like oh, okay i guess i'm gonna have to get like an axle puller um, so I went through like three auto zones again, Which is a slide, uh, slide hammer. Right? No, no, I didn't use a slide hammer. It was, it's uh, so you basically put, it's the metal that goes onto the hub and then there's a screw that goes in oh, the you middle push it in. and you push it in okay. to press the axle okay. out. Uh huh. So I, uh, I went through three auto zones. They didn't have it. So I just ordered it off of Amazon. It was like 17 bucks for one. So I'm sure. like, all right, cool. It's cheap. I get it in. And uh, I'm I'm trying to crank the and I'm I'm cranking, dude. Okay. I'm cranking the shit out of this. Uh huh. I I cranked it to the point that my I pulled a muscle <laughs> in my shoulder, dude. <laughs> I was in the garage, like kind of like I needed a limp, a, a, limp mode. Uh, with a <laughs> with a limp arm, and it still hurts. Like it still hurts from my neck down to like my tricep. Yikes, bro! And I'm like, man, dude, I'm so out of shape. And I'm just and I'm I cranking it and cranking. I'm like, man, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm trying to be careful with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up how much these axles cost. Uh -huh. And I can get an axle for like 60 bucks uh, so from like, your Euro parts. Site? Yeah. So okay. it's not too bad. So I was like, OK, if I mess this up. Yeah, I'll just get a new axle. Mm -hmm. Screw it. So I went I went and get the impact gun. The tool specifically says hand tools only. <laughs> you don't so, want to use leverage with a longer like a breaker bar or anything? Uh well I did. Like oh, I mean I, I did okay. I did everything I could, man. And I, I, I used the um the pull off of my uh jack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that, no, I did just it just won't wouldn't budge. Oh wow. So I'm like, man, I'll just I got I got my biggest impact gun and uh -huh. I just and instead of the axle coming out the uh, axle pull bracket started ex like stretching back. Oh yeah, like bending so you're bending the tool, breaking yeah, the tool, bending the tool. Like it would not come out. I'm like, oh shit, dude. This this gun is rated to do at least 500 pounds. Okay. So I'm like, man, what the hell am I gonna do? So I start looking it up, and I found this guy online that says, all right, put on the axle puller, but you're gonna put it loose. So there's some slack in the bolts, mm -hmm. and then you're going to crank it as hard as you can, crank the bolt down as hard as you can to get the axle out. And once you've got it as tight as you can get it, smack the shit out of it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. So, dude, I went. I was there for probably about an hour just bing, <laughs> bing, yeah, bing. Your my neighbors ears, must have hated and My your ears, ears are ringing, Yes, man. yeah, my yeah. My ears yeah. are ringing, dude, and, I'm just, and it's not coming out, not budging at the slightest okay. Man. okay the the bolt 
for the axle puller is just marred and <laughs> yeah. dented. I can't even get a socket over it anymore. It's that bad now. It's that bad just from hit. I was so frustrated. I'm like, this thing has to come out. Uh -huh. So I hit it with a, it was a three pound sledgehammer. Okay. And I'm smacking it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. All right. I was like, all right, fine. I'll do the four pound. I'll not go as hard and I'll do the four pound. Bah, bah, nothing, dude. I to to this minute, I have not been able to get those axles out. Oh, really? Yeah. So actually on the way here, I stopped by AutoZone and returned the three-jaw puller and got a slide hammer. Okay. And I'm going to see if I can get the hub off. Yeah. And that way the axles should just slide out. Right. Um, it should be a little harder because the hub is, is pressed into the bearing, so it's got the force on the top and it's got the axle in it. Okay. So I'm guessing if I couldn't get it out, get the axle out, I might not be able to get the hub out, but we'll see. Yikes. Right now, I'm just like, dude, I, I, I've, I haven't sweat that much in so long, <laughs> man. Just hitting. I was bing. I, after a while, I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I might be pissing people off here. Right. Like it's starting to get dark, you know? Yeah, 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 thinking, yeah. I'll probably stop this. So at least the fronts are done. The rotors are on. I'm like, okay, it's looking like a car again in the front. Okay. But that rear, man, the axles, I'm thinking I'm going to have to take them to a machine, machine shop. That bad, huh? Yeah, because I'm not going to buy a press. I'll buy right. like puller and small tools, yeah. but I'm not going to buy a press. It just takes up too much space. Yeah, exactly. Presses. Exactly. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm, might have to take it to a machine machine shop. Yeah. And I, I'm just hoping. Actually, it doesn't really matter because as like I got new hubs. So the, the hubs can just the hubs can pretty much be shredded and be fine. Okay. So like if they could save the axles, that'd be ideal. But even then it's 60 bucks. And so then if they get messed up, it's fine. But I still need to get them off the the trailing arm. Oh, yeah, that's right. that, that's the difference. So, so so far, um, I'm gonna try the slide hammer. If the slide hammer doesn't work this weekend, I'm just gonna have to pull the whole thing off to, in one piece and take them both to a machine shop. And hopefully, I mean, it makes sense. It's a 20 plus year old car never been changed probably never ever been changed i know that the fronts had never been changed uh, -huh. uh and the rears i mean they look the same like they haven't been changed what could it be so you tried heat did you try heat i did not try heat i did try pv blaster and yeah. put it there for a couple days i don't like heating metal that needs to be straight I know, oh, okay. I know that I'm probably being a little paranoid, uh -huh. but I, I just don't like using heat in those areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's just, I just don't want to warp anything or, mm -hmm. or even introduce any risk for that. Sure. So, but I mean, everywhere I've looked, they should just come out. You know what I mean? Of course. So I think rust has it, uh, kind of locked in there. Cause even the inner races in the front, uh -huh. when I was cranking it with the puller, I was cranking the puller for a bit Yeah. and it like popped off finally and then slid out nicely right, right so i'm thinking right. it's the same thing like kind of rust froze it in there okay so i just need to shake that out a little bit once you get a little bit of movement uh -huh. the rest will come out easily okay. okay but yeah there are some videos online of guys like <laughs> like like old asian guys like like just wailing on them okay wailing on them with a hammer and they'll go and, and, or no, and they or? eventually get them out oh, okay yeah i started looking them up more after because i was like man like I, I was hitting it so hard at one point i'm like you know i'll mess up this trailing arm right but you know it's a, it's a card i'm sure it'll be fine right right so right, right. i'll try the slide hammer if that doesn't work then i'm just gonna take it off and take it to a machine shop and hopefully they can do it for me if the machine shop can't do it i don't know if i'm gonna buy new trailing arms fuck that that's expensive i would try the heat I'd still try the heat. Try the heat? Yeah. I don't I mean would I don't know that heat would do anything for 
rust though you know like it had to be neither. a lot of heat yeah me neither but it could shake maybe. it off i have a torch so yeah, i could that's try why. It. that's yeah. why yeah i know you do yeah maybe i'll uh get it glowing and yeah then... get it yeah and then see if that works i'll try that slide hammer hopefully the slide hammer has better results right um the only the the frustrating side thing is that since i have two cars in the garage yeah you don't... there isn't a lot of space on one side of the car um i, I have room but I can't get the full leverage into the into the hit. Is it? Oh, so it's against the wall side. It's, it's against. On, yeah, because it's basically like your garage. Right, no, but I'm saying the the issue. Uh, the, the well, they both have issues. Oh, they. I've both tried do. both already. Yeah, oh, I've tried both already. Okay. They're both stuck. Yeah. Okay. They're both stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So it's uh, that that's been a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> the the exhaust bolt that I have to figure out how to fix. You still haven't. No, no, I'm not gonna do it until I have to put the exhaust back on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which okay. is going to be a while from now. So I'm like, you know what? I'll deal with that later. Right. <laughs> but I have a list of shit that I have to get done. It's never easy, man. Never Old cars, yeah. dude. Like, I'm not. This is the first time I'm getting into, like, really, like, brute force type of work. Yeah. Right. And yeah. For up to this point, it had been fairly easy. Yeah. It's a California car, so there's right. not a lot of rust. Right. Uh, but you know, the exhaust bolt that broke and now the axles in the back right. and I'm just like, man, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. You're but I should probably just order new axles anyway, because, uh, the, or get them rebuilt, but they're so cheap. It almost doesn't make sense to rebuild them. It never does dude. Yeah. Especially just get OEM rebuilt already. Yeah. Once. Yeah. I think yeah. I might do that. That's what I've done too. Yeah. Cause I'm, I mean, as I explained before, I'm, I'm kind of getting there with the budget. So I'm trying to be as tight as I can. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. Cause some, some opportunities for some used parts that I would like came up always. Happens. Yeah. But I was able to say like, no, like, okay. Like, chill. Because, right, right, right. Well, actually it's not a matter of choice. It's just, I've spent so much money so right. far, you know, I gotta, right. I gotta keep it cool. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at. So, I'll see if I can try it this weekend. I'm trying to take it cool on my arm right now because I just <laughs> yeah, you really, don't I, I really don't want to hurt myself again. Yes. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at. And so I, I'm still thinking I'll be done by December. But so far, it's really been a pain in the ass with this shit. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you have some better luck. Yeah. Yeah. But now let's get into our uh, mini game show here. Is it a car company? Is it? Is yeah. it a car company? And mm -hmm. so in this uh, segment, I will name uh, a few company names mm -hmm. to, to Randy. And he has some for me as well. Yes. Um, and we'll try to guess if it's a car company or not. Okay. So let's – I'm going to start giving you a question, sure. Randy. Sure, sure, sure. So first, let's get started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here's the question, Randy. Is it a car company? Uh-huh. The name of the company is Function X. Function, Function X. X. Is it a car company? Function X. Uh, we don't have clues for each other, though, do we? Huh? No, 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 no. So we just have. To I mean, guess I, I will give you the clues that, or, or the rules is that you know the, it has to be a car company. It can't be like a farm equipment, like a tractor or construction equipment, yes. right? It has yeah, to yeah, be a yeah. car thing. That was our parameter. Yeah, yeah. So and it could be aftermarket. It doesn't have it to be, be like an OEM. Yeah, it doesn't have to be OEM. Right. Yeah. So function X. I'm gonna say. Yes. Yes, it's a car company. Yes. Is that your final answer, <laughs> yeah, Randy? Yeah, it is. It is yes. your final answer. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, sorry, Randy. That is incorrect. Really? It is not a car company. Okay. Function X is actually a cryptocurrency company. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. So you were you did not. So I'm you're 0 for 1. 0 for 1. All, right. for 1. All right. John's turn. Oh, let's play. <laughs> yes, let's play. So the company that I was looking at is called Tough Dog. Tough Dog. Tough Dog. Tough dog. Sounds like it would be like uh like mud flaps or like bed liners. Does it John? <laughs> <laughs> Tough dog. But it, it could also be like a like like chests or like a toolbox. Right, which wouldn't technically count because would, yeah, yeah, it's right. not it's 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 adjacent. Yes, but it does. That's not our parameters mm. for this. I'm gonna go with, ooh, tough dog. It could be like a Rubbermaid tote too, like, or a food, like a uh, animal foods or animal something, tough pet supplies. Dog. I'm gonna go with yes. It is a car <laughs> yeah. company. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I messed up the soundboard, yeah. Damn, you're one for I one. Won, I'm one for one. Yeah, all right. All right, it's your turn, Randy. All right. Let's play. Is it a car company? All right, your question. Is it a car company? Colchuga. Spell that, please. K-O-L-C-H-U-G-A. Colchuga. Colchuga. Is it a car company? Is there a country of origin? Can we talk country of origins, maybe? Uh, that might help. Uh... Or not really. They're, I don't know it. Oh, you don't? Yeah, I don't know it. I would have to look it up. You said K-O-L? K-O-L-C-H-U-G-A, all one word, called Chuga. Called Chuga. Without looking it up on my phone. Yeah. Or having a phone a friend. Yeah. (laughs) Or an audience to ask for help. I'm going to go with yes again. Yes. Yes. Final answer. Final answer, yes. You won. Oh, okay. okay. You're one for two. So it, they actually it? make skid plates for cars. Okay. They're okay. a aftermarket company that makes skid plates for cars. Very yes. nice. Very nice. Yes, yes, all yes. Right, so all right. you're one for two. Yes. I'm one for one. Yeah, and I've only got two for you, so. Now it's, oh, yeah, now it's my turn. Yes. All right. John's turn. <laughs> It is stupid. <laughs> Nonetheless, we're bored. Yeah. Um, Proton Holdings. Proton Holdings. Proton. Proto. I know Protech makes helmets. Proton Holdings. Sciency, but I'm gonna go with no. Fi- final answer. Final answer, no. Oh, <laughs> damn! So we're tied, one for two. Yes, we are. Oh man! All right. Uh, well, there's no tiebreakers. What, what, what do they do? So Proton Holdings is I've talked about them in the past. They're the com- car company in Malaysia. Okay. Oh, but okay. they actually just rebadge Mitsubishi's. Oh, so they aren't actually an OEM. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yes. And Tough Dog was a uh, 
I was gonna look for one called Holden, which you probably have heard of. Yeah. I I um they make uh Utes, right? Yeah. The Australian utility vehicles that are basically cars that are chopped. Right. And Tough Dog makes uh aftermarket parts for them. Man. Okay. Yes. So I know you don't have three. I don't. But so I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take a chance at taking it. All right. All right. All right. Uh, and that's a pretty easy one. Okay. okay. A pretty easy one. All right. Here's your question: Is it a car company brand? Mm-hmm. Pace Setter. Yes. Final Is that answer. Your final answer. Yes. 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 Oh, <laughs> you lost. <laughs> Yeah, they make, I am the winner. They make Celica exhausts. Pace setter? Wait. So, um, wait. Are you sure? Because uh, the the company that I found actually makes homes. Really? Pace setter homes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there is. I said yes so fast because when I owned a '91 Celica. They were the only ones that had um, parts for the 91 Celica. Pace, setter, exhaust. And it's spelled the same exact way, yes, too. Yes, yes. Wow, yes. interesting. So this is kind of a wash because probably so what you looked at was I different. Think, I think we tied. I think in that case yeah, we yeah, tied. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I will, I will give you this. Because, yeah, Summit Racing even sells it. Oh, yes. interesting. Yeah, because they were in Jegs a lot. You know, remember? Yeah, I Jags. wonder if it's the same company. They do exhaust and build houses. Who knows? Nopi Nationals used to also. Sell. Remember how Nopi used to have the ads in like Import Tuner? Right. Yeah, that's why I would always look for the Celica stuff. Interesting. That so that's why I was a quick yes <laughs> for me. Anyway, so the first official sound sound edition of uh, is it a car company or the first competition because the first time it was just you. Yes, we are tied. Yeah, that's so fun. Now we're gonna have to. Yeah, now we're gonna have to settle it, settle it somewhere else. Okay, or do another session. Yeah, we'll do another one. We'll bring it back next time, and yes. uh, and maybe I'll get some other game show sounds. All right, uh, but into our next segment. This one was yours. EV, a classic car. So okay. it, with with the ongoing trends of EV, mm-hmm. we've been talking about that for the past. We're kind of futurists, right? We're techie mm-hmm. like dudes. Well, most young people are. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we know that EV is the way to go. Lucid. We had who was the one that GM was tied to? Um, Tesla, obviously. We talk right. about all those companies a lot. And so we were talking about. The idea of eving a, or yeah, eving a classic car, right? Which is something that EV West does for Porsches, right? And they have a few kits for other cars like a Vida Bug and a MR2. Yeah. So the topic is is uh, we pick any um, internal combustion car that would be an ideal candidate for an EV conversion. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at the Tesla powertrain when we were trying to idea um, get ideas right. for this. Yeah. So the Tesla powertrain weighs about 1,270 pounds. Okay. 70 pounds just for the motor. So the uh, 1,200 pounds is battery. Mm-hmm. So assuming that that's the swap that you would do, since that's the most robust uh, electric vehicle engine out yeah. there that we're aware of, uh, did you identify a specific classic car, John, that would be a good candidate for this swap? Yeah. So my thought process for this, and I know you, we talked about it earlier in the week, so I had some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And my thought process for this originally was, okay, is there a car that I can take that I can put 1,270 pounds into yes. and still have it perform well? You know, mm-hmm. at first I was thinking like track car. Yeah. 
but it's just it just doesn't make sense yes at that weight to build a track car um uh it would be too expensive right i would need like multiple mortars to kind of counteract the uh the the weight of it mm-hmm. and even then that's just more weight and then i probably need more batteries right 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 right, right. so then i started thinking okay it's obviously it's going to be a street car okay and where i landed is a 64 impala oh really yeah boy (laughs) hell yeah because that car it's not at least in la right Mm -hmm. and and, uh, i mean it's 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 hip-hop culture it's latino culture it's Mm -hmm. lowrider culture right it's never been about the power Ah. it's been about the flash right so you have a of course i'm gonna have hydraulics or at least airbags right it's the car it's gonna have it right and i'm adding 1270 pounds to a car that already weighs a ton it's not meant to go fast right Mm. it's meant to go slow and look good yes so i think that's what i would actually uh ev i would ev a 6.4 impala do the classic cherry paint job, Dayton's. slam it, Dayton's. <laughs> I mean, the classic curb feelers. I mean, the whole nines, oh. right? Everything on that car. Put the EV in there and go uh, go show off on to all the lowrider scenes. But wouldn't the, the weight uh, be terrible for the hydros? Um, Probably. No, not really. No, no I don't think so. Because it's not that much weight. You know what I mean? Okay. Like and and the powertrain on those cars is pretty is heavy. It's not yeah. it's not twelve hundred and seventy pounds mm-hmm. heavy, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not gonna be entering like, you know, low rider jump competitions. That's you know true, what I mean? right? Like, I'm not yeah, gonna be yeah. doing that. Right. I'm really just looking to, you know, drive slow. Oh, okay. So you just wanna Yeah. Uh, like we, look dope and not spend any gas. Ah, uh, because yeah, it's never about sound for that car, yeah. is it? No, no, it's not. It's yeah, it's it's about it's about the look. It's about how flashy you. They just can put be. chrome on the tailpipes, and that's it. Yeah, there's exactly. never any f- go fast mods. No, I mean there's some kind. people who do that, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like the mainstream lowrider culture is more about the color, the like being loud, right? right? Representing your culture, the style, the style of it's it. It's a stylistic exactly. yeah, culture, absolutely. not so much about speed. absolutely. So that's I think that's where I'd go with it. I like that choice. And actually. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of EV like RX7s coming out, and like the two scene yes i want to be that guy for the lowriders oh you know, what I mean? like, you know start introducing that because i haven't heard it yet and i looked this up okay yeah and i haven't seen any ev lowriders uh-huh. i just uh-huh. don't imagine anyone would do that but mm. i feel like because i i still that's still on my list of cars to own yeah definitely. you know a lowrider not necessarily the 6.4 impala because okay. that, that might be unattainable uh-huh. at this point but i would definitely love to have a lowrider i feel like i would look I mean, it's probably more to do with <laughs> the color of my skin, maybe. Yeah. But I, I feel like I'm best represented by a car like that. <laughs> like I would feel like the coolest oh, in a lowrider. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's no other car. The, the most perfect fit for your yeah, style like and your persona. The fit like a glove car would yeah. be a lowrider for it, me. That's a that's you a know? fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that. That's kind of that's kind of like if I were to, if I were to, I guess the most stereotyped. Turn my fit? personality into a car. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. What you mean. Like that's I what feel like mean. a lowrider would. Lowrider is yeah. it? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That makes sense. 
and that's uh very true to the culture of yeah, for what sure. the lowrider is. Yeah. So um I like that choice a lot. Yeah, I what like would, what choice. was your choice? So my choice is called the Rambo Lambo. Rambo Lambo. Have you Lambo. ever heard that term? No. So in the eighties the Lamborg- Lamborghini company, and I put it in in the card actually, so you could click on it. Okay. Lamborghini actually made their first SUV in the eighties. Dude, this is actually pretty dope. It's a six thousand pound SUV. Oh my god! That had a Lamborghini Countach V12 in it, and it's la- in like the last years of its life. Oh damn! So, uh, similar to what you had said, I was looking for something that was strong enough. Yeah. To hold the the added weight yeah and was just ridiculously inefficient so by swapping it into ev you have this amazing like tank like vehicle yeah yeah so now it's at seven thousand well yeah seven thousand pounds probably the motor can only weigh whatever double a v6 is right yeah yeah so yeah. let's say 600 pounds 800 yeah pounds? exactly yeah eight, eight at yeah, most yeah so i'm adding a ton of weight to the car but it's again to your point we're not looking for speed, really, w- yeah. with this type of a conversion. Yeah. So with 1,200 pounds added, man, the bugs are crazy in here. Uh, 1,200 pounds added, um, I went with this. It's a classic. There's a, there's only less than 1,000 made, I think, too. So it's probably, we, we picked, like, really hard cars yeah, to get. Yeah, we did. Totally, <laughs> totally. Stupid <laughs> yeah. cars to get and do. But yeah, but actually, I, I would, I think this, I like your pick, man. It's like I tank. Think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it looks, I don't know if I'm looking at a modded one, but they all look pretty similar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a really good, they have very, it's very Countach. Oh, like right, sharp right, right. edges. Right. Yes. Like yeah, the very 80s. sharp, pronounced edges, but still. I know the 80s was about that, but yeah. with Lamborghini specifically, it's like smooth and sharp at the same time. Yes. It, yes. Like, yeah. It's, right. It's like an 8-bit Cruising USA car. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> That's a good word th- for it. I think it. this is uh, – yeah, this is a good pick. I, I'd, I'd enjoy I, – it makes sense to make these EV, right? Yes. Now you're getting the efficiency right? Uh, instead of wasting all that gas. But with only 328 produced, it would be a surprise. It'd be hard, one. but that wasn't really part of the criteria. No, not at all. Yes. <laughs> so I think, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I think this is a good pick. I'm yeah. actually – how much? do you know how much one of these would cost? No, but I've them? seen two in my lifetime. You've seen them in person? I have. At shows or like on the street? Uh, One on the street, and I don't think it was here. And maybe one here on the street. Not Interesting. At a yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't even remember where, and I don't have pictures, but nonetheless, yeah, I've seen them in person. Wow. Ones yeah, I, I didn't. I never knew about this. That really? Was, yeah. Yeah, that was their first foray in the SUV game back when nobody was doing that. Let me like, read this to you. A Lamborghini LM002, which is the Rambo Lambo, mm-hmm. for sale in 2020 could very well be listed for up to... A mil. $400,000. Okay. Four hundred. Damn, Randy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a 6'4 Impala is yeah. what, like 50, 40 yeah. grand? Yeah, for probably a busted one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, if, if you have like a turnkey, yeah, turnkey 6'4 Impala, I think you're in the 80 to 100,000. For a lowrider-esque yeah, yeah. turnkey one? Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. expensive now. They're pretty rare also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, very good choices. Yeah, I think so, On both man. sides. I'd, huh? I'd, I'd, I'd like to see this actually happen. Yeah, right. There were only 328 <laughs> built. Man, that's crazy. That man. is crazy. Yeah. Damn. That's nuts. But let's get into the final segment of the episode. The questions from the listeners. Yes. So we have two questions this week, Randy. And the first one is from Andy in Los Angeles. Shout out to Andy from Los Angeles. 
He wanted our power rankings for Top Gear UK, Grand Tour, and Top Gear USA. Oh. So how do you rank those three? Current or in peak form for each of them? Uh, he didn't set any criteria. Like didn't that. really set any criteria. I would say in general. I mean, what you can assign your own criteria, really. I mean, I don't, oh, we don't really have any. All right. So the only Top Gear USA was that one with like the Rutledge, right? Rutledge, yeah, the comedian guy and, and Tanner Faust. Tanner Faust, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the comedian guy. Yeah, and then the current Top Gear, uh, it's uh, um, Chris something or another. Uh, I want to say Hemsworth, but that's not it. But. <laughs> Um, it's some Thor. race. Yeah, Thor yeah, is doing yeah. Top Gear. Yeah, it's it's some um, race car. One of those like race car drivers who's actually yeah. pretty good, right? So let's let's do uh, Rutledge, Faust, Top Gear USA. Okay, and then we'll do Top Gear UK Grand Tour. I, I mean, it, there with was the only the host with, with the, the same host with their yeah, best yeah. hosts. Yeah. Ooh. So I watched um, Grand Tour Seaman, and I wasn't. What? You haven't seen that? That's like a special two or four episode uh, season. Seamen? Yeah, they're on the sea, out in sea, and they they get boats instead. <laughs> That's so Top Gear. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Grand no, Tour I guys. haven't seen that. I, yeah, I guess yeah. I, I've got some stuff to catch up with. Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, so they tried to make one of the cool long segments into a, a, one of their seasons for the Grand Tour. Right, what right. they're doing. Yeah. Um, so... I would actually put Grand Tour second. Okay. And Top Gear USA third. Okay. So that puts obviously Top Gear UK, UK first. For but I mean that uh, the unfortunate reality is Top Gear UK had so many had a lot of boring episodes, I would say. Really? I would say there's a fair amount or boring segments. There's okay. a fair amount of boring segments. Okay. But um, they were on for a long time. But they were on for a very long time and they had some amazing amazing travel shows oh, for sure yeah and the race shows where they travel across continents and stuff yeah and when they even when they came here to the u.s and they were in the south and they put like oh yeah. dude <laughs> when they had the like that yeah, was such a good episode like i love gays or yeah. something like on the side of their car they yeah. like shit a brick that's they were they had no idea what they were getting into no and that, yeah that was very ballsy very cheeky british stuff yeah but they, they pulled it off in the wrong part of our country yeah. but Nonetheless, it was amazing humor, and, and, you know, they had, like, peak segments there. Yeah. So, peak segment for segment, I would say Top Gear UK takes it, obviously. Okay. And Top Gear, or sorry, Grand Tour, I've never, I, there's not a segment that stands out in my head. Right. And it's been a while since I've watched season one and the semen um, season. Semen. Semen. <laughs> Grand Tour. So, your power rankings are Top Gear USA third, yes. Grand Tour second, yes. Top Gear UK first. Yes. For you? M for me, it's uh, Top Gear UK first. Yeah. Obviously, first mover advantage, they got it. I mean, it's how I was introduced to Top Gear. Mm -hmm. It's still the funniest to me mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. out of all of them. Mm -hmm. Um. But then it's Top Gear USA as really? second. Yeah. Really? Top Gear USA for me is actually very entertaining. I know there was a lot of hate. You know, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But it's actually pretty funny. Uh, you Tan found it funny? Tanner Faust is a little annoying, but I, I actually found it kind of, it's obnoxious funny. It's very immature. Yes. But, but <laughs> Bug? Bug? <laughs> there's a lizard. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking A, that was huge. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, that thing is massive. I thought it was a snake at first. I swear I was about to take off running, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to beat that thing out of this house. So. Yeah, okay. damn, that thing's massive. Dude, we have lizards, but 
It's jeez. We have to. I have to keep an eye on that thing because I gotta catch it. So, oh my god! Because I can't let that thing get in the house. That thing's huge. I think I'm gonna have to fight this thing. <laughs> oh fucking a! <laughs> it's gonna like crawl into my shoes. Damn. That's so funny. It just went into that of uh, the computer. Yeah, that old ass computer. Dude, that thing was massive. Okay, it's like, a, it's like an iguana. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good luck, Randy. <laughs> yes. I, I have a BB gun. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Yep. You're going to have to be a good shot. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, Top Gear USA for me was funny. And for me, Grand Tour was trash. It just did not. It felt like really? it felt long and dragged out. Uh-huh. It felt like a lot of the same things that I saw in Top Gear UK. Okay. Um, it just wasn't as fun. The same, like it was just the same shtick over and over again. I felt like oh, they weren't getting creative okay. anymore. Yeah, uh, and they're old. Yeah, yeah. Old so I was like, nah, I'm good. So for me, actually, Top Gear USA is second. Grand Tour is third. Interesting. Yeah, you didn't find Top Gear USA funny. Um, no, I never found it funny. Yeah, to be perfectly honest, I was pretty entertained. I, I gave it a chance, and yeah. I watched a fair amount of the episodes. But I, I wouldn't say I, I'd seen all the episodes. Yeah, but I just, um, man, the wildlife is just uh, <laughs> taking over in here. I gotta keep that garage door closed next yeah, time. But nonetheless, dude, uh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> I'm getting distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Top Gear USA, not really my cup of tea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, makes sense why it would be third for you. Mm-hmm. But let us get into let's get into our last question. Yes. Uh here. This is Sam from Orange County. Okay. When and how did you get into cars? When and how? Like I, I that was it, but like Get I'm guessing into? it's like how old were you? What were the influences during that time? What were what were your intentions? Well, if we want to go to childhood influences, there was a bootleg show called uh, GoBots. Bootleg. Bootleg of Transformers. Okay. Called okay. GoBots okay. in the eighties. Okay. And I was really into that for some odd reason. Yeah. Uh, Transformers a, a close second, but I liked GoBots more for whatever the fucking reason. Right. Right. Um. And so I would actually say, like, that's the kind of stuff. I wasn't into Hot Wheels. I don't know. Were you into Hot Wheels? No, not really. I, I mean, it is. I mean, it wasn't really a choice for us to have Hot Wheels, I don't think, during that time. Maybe. I mean, I am now, clearly. Yeah. Right? No, but I, I never then, got into Hot Wheels because of that. Like, any any Hot Wheels I had was because we found them or something. Yeah. You know, and didn't really play with them. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't every, I like. For me, I mean, the childhood, and I've got over this before, uh-huh. Home Improvement yeah. was kind of my introduction to cars when I was right. young. Right, Jeez, man. Your neighborhood, like, everything is active. I come in, there's firefighters over here. I, <laughs> yeah. There's lizards crawling around your garage. Like four, yeah, a foot-long someone's lizard. stealing a car out there. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yes. You guys get to hear that yes. the rest of the episode. Um. But but I I never really got into cars until I got a car. Really? Yeah. It wasn't until I got a car that I got into cars mm. because I didn't know what it meant to have a car. Yeah, you don't know until you drive. You know, like you I know I knew that I wanted to I wanted the liberty of being able to drive. I knew that. Okay. But the perks of also being one of the only people uh, that had a car out of my friends when I was 16, mm-hmm. the power that came with that. For sure. Uh, you for know, sure. kind of, you, you even make more friends. 
Oh, uh, you're a little okay. more popular. Okay. Uh, you know, you're, you're definitely able to go wherever the hell you want. Yeah, mobility yeah. was key in that I was, era. I was leaving school early, oh, you know, because okay. of it. You know, okay. like security guards didn't even challenge you. Um, there were definitely perks then. Yeah, there were perks. It was so a that, VIP card for oh, you. Oh, for sure. That's so then, what it was. So then once, once I got a taste of that, then you started kind of – I started leaning into the culture, which is huge at the time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then like tuning – and so I would say the biggest influences during that time. So I was like, obviously, when I got my license and I got my car, the biggest influences during that time was um, the kind of the popularity that we just discussed and eBay. Oh, yeah. That, eBay, that was the f- yeah. That was the way to get shit back. Yeah. Then. The, the fact that some of that stuff was attainable. Uh huh. It's like you could reach for it and grab it. Um, I was working already. OK. Um, that sort of sparked my interest even further. Mm. And then so then I started doing my own work, you know, lowering springs, intake, all the bolt on stuff. And right. Stuff. Right. And that's what really that's when it took off for me. It's like, oh, this is, I can actually do this. I can actually work with my hands. Mm. I can go to meets. I, I have other like-minded people making more friends. Then street racing. I'm, you know, I I don't condone it, but right? you were doing it. But you know, yeah, like that was a big piece of it. Yes. You know, kind of yeah. going out late night and you know having the crews of cars and seeing all these nice cars and mm-hmm. tons of money yeah. and just bombing it down streets. Yeah, that's what solidified it for me. That's cool. I wish. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I totally missed out on. Yeah. I feel like I missed the best of LA as far as the car scene. Yeah, is concerned, yeah, right? yeah. I'm just uh, enjoying the remnants of that. Yeah, all the it. young guys got old. Yeah, I wonder if I don't. I don't know that it'll ever be that big again. But no, probably yeah. not. You'll be too old by the time that happens, so unless, you won't be able to enjoy unless it. Unless EV does something for it. Maybe actually, like some EV revolution. Yeah, some tuning yeah, culture if it gets with cheap EV. enough. Yeah, you know that it, there could be a, like a civic revival because a lot of sh- I mean. When we would go out late night and go to these races, I mean, it was like in civics and integrity as far as you could see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that affordable cars were available helped the right. scene kind of expand and get big. Right. So maybe if EV does this, it gets cheap enough to where it's attainable for a 16-year-old. Yes. Maybe not the most powerful motors, but enough to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it, there is a revival in, in kind of a... EV street scene, right? Which sounds totally weird, but it's, yeah, it sounds funny. Yeah, but that's really the only way, and it's got to be cheap, right? Yeah, it has to be cheap. It almost be like an RC car scene, <laughs> you know? Like essentially, that's what it is. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it would have to be something like a a bolt on. I go back to this: a bolt on Civic motor. Yeah, you throw a suitcase of batteries in the in the trunk and bolt it down to the um to the trunk. Yeah. And then you just plug the harness into your speedometer and your starter and off you go and people can race. At, but your oh, yeah. horsepower numbers would be insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it's going to have to be like the cheaper motors are probably going to be like lower powered, even though it doesn't seem to exist. Is they it all, though? Because you can get shit in China to do a, a, true. a bicycle conversion. If it gets cheap, I mean, it's going to be so dangerous for like three or four hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. when we had, uh, I think, Menard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Here on the show, he talked about the dangers, yeah, of yeah, street yeah, yeah, racing, yeah. right? And a lot of people died. A lot of his friends um, had accidents. A lot of people I knew had accidents, mm-hmm. and that was with 115 horsepower. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't know that I want to see the scene come back. And I know, like, some enthusiasts are gonna be like, "Oh, fuck you." 
don't know, but I don't know if I want to see the scene come back like that with 500, 600, 700 horsepower numbers. Yeah. Because that's like, I think once you cross, I'd say even 300. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like owning a gun, right? Like you're gonna have to go train at a range and practice and learn how to use it right. before you actually put it into action. Right. Uh, because yeah, with 100, I mean, people were killing themselves with 115 horsepower. Right. Uh, but it, at least it takes a while to get up to the speeds that are going to kill you. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. with 500 horsepower, instant torque, instant torque. See you later, bro. Yeah, so you might, you might as well just started with the with the car wrapped around the tree. Yeah, so we're almost hopeful that it doesn't happen, is what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful there is a revival, but I'm also hopeful that it's controlled. And unfortunately, we already know through the takeover scene that there's just a lot of idiots. Yeah, there are a lot of idiots out there, and they'll always ruin it for everybody. That's the unfortunate reality of the situation. Yeah. But Sam, now that to answer your question, yeah, that's that's kind of what got into it. Getting a car for sort you of started sparking the interest for me eBay kind of took it to a new level, and then the street scene during that time really solidified it. So for me, just to add, uh, 80s, uh, uh, James Bond, which is something I blogged about. Okay, yeah, yeah. The cars in that movie got me into it. Okay. Because I wanted to be a spy driving those cars. (laughs) You wanted to be James Bond? Yes, I did. Totally, totally. The Asian James Bond. The Asian (laughs) five-foot-nothing James Bond, um, which obviously is not going to happen. Yeah, it it could. I mean, Daniel Craig's five-foot-nothing, isn't he? Uh, no, I think he, he's he got to be a little bit taller than that. Is he? Yeah. He's got to be. I thought he was short. No, nah, because they don't hire um, the the Bond girls aren't shorties. Not all of them. I mean, they just, oh, he's 5'10"? Yeah. What? I don't know. He was my height. He seems so small on camera. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. He is the shortest Bond. It's on the, Oh, really? No? Uh, Well, Pierce Brosnan was 6'1", but I don't have any height for anybody else. Huh. Okay, so sorry. Sorry to yeah, yeah, your dreams. No worries, there, no worries. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I know it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bottom yeah, line, yeah, no, yeah. Not Maybe. Daniel Craig was old when he became. Nah, dude. Yeah, they're going to do. Start your acting, acting practice right now. They're going to do black James Bond before they do Asian James Bond. You know, I don't know. Will they? Yeah. Well, they never will, but. I feel like Asians were making a kind of a push in Hollywood. Eh, we'll see about that. I don't know about that. You could be the first Asian leading man (laughs) in 007. No, 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 no. I have, uh, I've got reality uh, has set in for me. Oh, man. Unfortunately. I appreciate the the encouragement, John. Nah, you should do it, man. I don't know about that. You should act. You think you'd be great on camera. You're good enough on the mic. Oh, we'll see about that. Yes. But anyway, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you have any questions that we can end at the end of the show, info at 91octane.com or really anywhere you can reach us. Any last words, Randy? Uh, not this week. So with that said, good night. Bye.